Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to On About Bar podcast. Uh, so good to have you join me on the show again. Of course, I'm your host, Christopher Menning, and uh, we are here today to talk to uh, one of Bangkok's probably leading figures in the bar trade, uh, Ron Aporn himself. This guy has been around for some time and he has got a legacy to talk about. Um, he's going to be talking about his successful campaigns, winning not once, but twice the Agile World Class. And on top of that, Bacardi Legacy Competition, three of the big competitions. Um, so it'll be really great to talk about that. We're going to talk about Backstage Bar, which is one of the most popular cocktail bars in the city. Draws a lot of people with its movie inspiration of drinks. And of course, has been in 50 Best Awards for quite a long time as well. But what I really wanted to ask is about some of his personal branding techniques, because I believe that's been a key element to who he is. So enjoy the show. We've actually filmed this one. It's going to be over on YouTube. Um, so I can't wait to be able to share more of these success stories too. And once again, please subscribe, like my content um, if you do like it. And yeah, just really get involved, guys. Um, the show's growing massively now. Um, it's so nice to have you all on for the ride. If you want to be part of the show or if you have a suggestion for someone to come on, send me an email. You can email me on Christopher at gastronomalifestyle.com. You can also head over to the Gastronomer Lifestyle website, which is my media company, all about food, drink and travel. Uh, links in the show notes. And last but not least, you can join my Patreon, where you can be part of the community, help the show grow and get some incredible perks that other people wouldn't get. So, yeah, please sit back, enjoy, listen and learn. And if you need me, I'm here. Benjamin Franklin once said, In wine there is wisdom, in beer there is freedom, and in water there's bacteria. No bacteria here. This is On the Back Bar, hosted by Christopher Menning, an industry expert, author, and bartender who's been in the industry for over a decade. On the Back Bar is your gateway to talking to the people behind the scenes at bars, distilleries, and vineyards around the world. We'll talk to the experts in the industry about future trends, people, spirits, cocktails, wine, and everything else. So kick your feet up, pour your favorite drink, and hang out on the Back Bar. This is Christopher Menning. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to On The Bat Bar podcast. Of course, I'm your host, Christopher Menning, and uh, what a fantastic uh, day it is. We've got Ron Aporn joining me from Bangkok, from backstage, and we've got so much to talk about. We're actually filming it as well for the first time, so for you guys who are watching on YouTube, welcome. Um, how you doing, man? I'm good. Try to, try to, like, not get in trouble with this headphone. <laughs> <laughs> well, get yourself set up first and uh, then we'll, we'll crack on with the conversation. We've uh, we've got a drink with us as well. We're drinking Strange and Sons, uh, which I know you know about. Because, cheers. cheers. <laughs> you made a cocktail with it recently, didn't you? At one of our happy hours. Um, what do you think of the gin? It's made a lot of noise recently, which is good. Yeah, very nice. Uh, some people say, what I get feedback from, from other friends is like, uh, they like the botanical, the, the the taste and the aroma of that. Also, like when when you drink it um, by itself, I mean, like with tonic, it's it's really really fresh and enjoyable. Yeah. True, and um, we did um, the virtual cocktail hour quite recently with Strange and yeah. Sons. What was the cocktail you made? So it's called uh, 
Son of a Beach. <laughs> Forget. Yeah. Such a good wording. Yeah, it's a twist from, from Sex on the Beach. Mm, okay. But use like gin instead. Uh, and then, like, you know, Sex on the Beach, they have like orange and, and mostly like um, the, the key ingredients is like orange and, and cranberry, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, just I just twist it to uh, mulberry and, and mango. And then put a lot of, um, not a lot, a little, sorry, a little uh, flavor of terpene. Terpene, what's that? Terpene is kind of, uh, I would say like cannabis flavor. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, right. but it's not. It's not give you like uh, uh, the reaction of like kind of <laughs> it doesn't getting get high. high. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. It, it's kind of like artificial f- uh, flavor that they try to copy the flavor of cannabis. Mm, mm-hmm. okay, okay. So it, it's it's the idea of. Like when you go to Pangan Beach. <laughs> Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Well, look, dude, we've got a lot to talk about today and I'm really excited to have you on the show. Thank because, you. Because you know, you've had a really impressive career, I would say. Thank you so um, much. <laughs> no, it's true. And I think you're a very popular figure in the industry in Bangkok. So I can't wait to talk about Thailand. But um, with all my guests, I always say um, I'd love to hear your, your journey into bartending okay. and where you first started. It's long story. Do we have enough time? <laughs> well, um, um, I, I have like different background from from other bartenders. So I, I start, actually, my my first career is in the entertainment industry. I work in uh, as actor, TV host, uh, like singer, model before, um, but during that time, like we yeah always go out to hang out, having party. And in Thailand, when, when people are going out uh, for nightlife, for party, we do like a bottle service. Mm. So uh, you order a bottle of whiskey coming and then like order mixers and, 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 and come to like a group, like four or five people. But mostly Thai people, we drink whiskey in a club, in a pub. Right. I don't enjoy flavor of whiskey. <laughs> I did not. Or uh, like I try my best like I started with, with like whiskey with Coke and try to go with soda and finally I have to go back with Coke. Right, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, so um, one of my friends, they, they told me like, he told me that, okay, you should uh, try cocktail. It's long, long time ago. So on that time, cocktail it's, in Thailand is really thinking about like the, the colorful drinks, blue one, orange one, red one, one ounce of, of uh, spirits, one ounce of syrup, one ounce of, of lime juice, kind of that. Super sweet and sour. Right. But, but I'm good with that time. I'm, I'm like, oh, this is nice. Easy drinking, something like punch. So uh, I start to go to like some nice bars. And all that time, like, okay, mostly you have to go to the hotel bar. And... Uh, when I, uh, on that time, I remember it's called Sinba in Park Nailet Hotel. Uh, I think, if I'm not wrong, Benny and Danny Soram, Soram Brothers, they did consulting for, for that project. And that cocktail over there, it's really like, it's more like crafting. So it's kind of like opened my mind about like, oh, cocktail is like, they have more complexities, really nice taste. And then I start to 
uh, when I go to the bar, I always go to the bar and, and ask the bartender, what is this? What, what is the blue one? What is the green one? Mm-hmm. Buy the book. On the time, it's Thai book, Thai cocktail book. That it's, they still say like, ah, oh, what guys, no flavor, no taste. Uh, tequila made from cactus. So kind of like wrong, wrong, no, wrong, like knowledge. But uh, yeah, I, I, all the times, I, I think internet is still not like big thing that easy to access. So yeah, and I, I got a chance to open a club with my friends. Uh, then it's like I found a playground for me because every club they have bar. But you know, like Thai people, they always order the bottle. So bar is kind of like a little bit useless. But you need to fill the bar with like the all the spirits like kind of leak here or whatever. So I start to use that to like play, experiment the flavor that I like. Mm-hmm. And I start to give to my friends to taste it. Hey, taste this, taste that. And uh, after that, kind of lucky that got a chance that one of my friends, he asked me to join the company about cocktail catering. We do cocktail catering on that time. Uh, I got a chance to like start to create some drinks for the event, uh, work behind the bar, serving drinks in the event. That's it. That is the first start. Uh huh. And then when, when Thailand, I I also do, uh, still doing the entertainment business, doing TV host, model, whatever. And then when when uh in Thailand they start world class program. Right. Uh huh. For the first year, I got a chance to join them as a MC for the event. Oh, right. So you didn't enter the event. You actually were an MC for it. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of, I, I think I'm enjoy with that because mostly when on that time, when we talk about like bartender, on that time, flair bartender, it's still like big things. Uh, when you go to the uh, bartender competition mostly is about like flair. But this is the first time that they talk about, uh, they're judging about the flavor, taste, presentation, uh, more about like knowledge about the cocktail and, and spirit. So every time I join, I always like, appreciate when I see the bartenders making the drinks or even when they have like master class or seminar, I always ask them, can I join too? <laughs> Like, yeah, I, I got a chance to work as an MC for even for like three years, like from 2011 to till 2013. And I still remember like in 2013, I always think like when when they give the challenge to the competitor, I always think like, oh, if I join the competition, what am I going to do? If I got this challenge, right. what am I going to do? What am I going to present? Then it made me make decision to join as a competitor in 2014. Okay, okay. Yeah. So at that time, like uh, it, we I, I get into like finalists from Thailand and we 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 went to Singapore for the for the Southeast Asia final. And yeah, I, I won that time for the first time. Uh and then went to UK for joining the, the global one. That is I would say that is this is the first time that I think this is can be my career. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. And, and just to clarify, so that was your first time entering? 
and mm-hmm. you won the Thailand. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's amazing. You said about the challenges. Um, what was the challenge for you that time? Oh, they have a lot. Um, I still remember, like, first ch- first challenge is uh, is classic cocktails. You need to like do like lucky draw and pick one, and you need to make the cocktails. I still remember like f- my first drink is aviation. Right. Okay. Uh huh. And then the second challenge is kind of local. Well, we had we have to make something like local ingredients from and uh, inspired by each part of Thailand. I got I got northeastern. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's like Isan, right? Isan, yeah, 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 yeah. Isan. Uh-huh. <laughs> Good. Okay, so I mean, um, so you led on to that, and then in the globals, what position did you get for that? Uh, I got like number eleven on the time. Okay, I mean, I've got to say, for your first competition, that's not bad, right? Yeah, <laughs> in it's, the globals, it's more than I expect. Yeah, I'll definitely more. Really, really like over. So, I mean, um, uh, for many listeners in Bangkok, they obviously know you from, from backstage. Yeah. And uh, obviously, the other competition that's quite big in the bar world, uh, Bacali Legacy. Yeah. So, can we talk about your journey to those? Did you do world class straight into Bacali Legacy or did you wait some time to, to learn? So, actually, that when I won uh, competition in 2014, uh, in 15, I take a break for like one year. Actually, it's kind of like, benefit for winning uh and and get quite like good ranking in in asia because i i got a chance to travel around mm-hmm. and see other countries uh and and kind of like i'm very very enjoyable to explore cocktail culture outside of thailand it's really really amazing like compared to okay maybe you co- cocktail for thailand is really quite new i think it's maybe near more serious around like 10 years but okay for 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 you it might be it's one part of the culture already mm-hmm. so um i got a chance to travel around in 2015 then 16 i joined world class again but on that year i didn't i didn't make it right mm-hmm. okay and then so but i think it's good for me because like First of all, uh, when you didn't when you didn't didn't win the competition, it's kind of like give you many many things, many like experience and lesson to learn. Mm-hmm. Like some people, if they they are success all the time, and and they didn't get the experience of not winning, right. it's kind of I think it's kind of like not. They might not understand some some things and 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 um, like I learn how to lose. Yeah, I get that, and I, I think when you do lose, um, especially in that situation, you can take it two ways. And I think if you're taking it as a learning experience, then that hundred percent is the right way. Yeah. yeah, because I I some of my friends, I got some 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 people tell me that why did you join it again? You already won. I said, why not? It's it's my it's my chance that I can join. Mm-hmm. Like that, more uh, world class. They let people join. Like I mean, one for the, one for the national final and go to global maybe two times only. So, uh, yeah, I didn't make it on on that year, and then I come back again in next year in the, uh, next year in two thousand seventeen, 
And yeah, I, I won on that again. You won again. You won. Uh, yeah. Finally, finally, I won again. Uh huh. <laughs> so all your friends, you said, why you already won it once? You're like, well, look, see, you got it twice. <laughs> I, I I just like tell them, like, oh, I need a free trip. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one motivation. <laughs> yeah, it's a free trip. Like you flying business class, <laughs> flying to other countries. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fair, fair. Yeah, and then like. Okay, so once I I finish, that is like kind of like my my last time. It's gonna be my last time because, like I said, it's only two years that you can join. So, I'm I'm start to think like, okay, what is the next motivation? What is the next goal for me to do? I I don't like to join competition in one part because I think it's kind of a little bit like. I don't like to race with other people, compete to other people, mm. but competition give me the motivation to do something and go to the next step. Right. Yeah. You love the drive, right? Yeah. Yeah. Need drive something to sport. drive myself. Yeah. Okay. Like sometimes, like let's say, like if I don't have things to do, I feel like lost. <laughs> so okay, I join. I I. We have Bacardi Legacy on that time also. Actually, my drinks. It's already, already. I already created maybe like two thousand seventeen, two thousand eighteen. That I already create that drink, but still, like, mm, I keep it first. Maybe if I join, I do something with that. Keep in the bank. And yeah, but but it's still not not complete yet. And then, when I decide, okay. I'm gonna join. It. It, it, I think legacy it should be start in 2018. So I try to finish completed that drink, and then uh, once I I I got my drinks, so yeah, I I decide. Okay, this is gonna be another another way of of drive myself, and I know like Bacardi Legacy is different from world class. They have kind of uh, promotion campaign include. With yeah. the with the challenge, so it's it's the thing that news experience and push me to another level. Let's say this is my first time that I do PowerPoint. I never do PowerPoint before. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's 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 really you know it's really hard for me. I'm I'm very low tech guy. Sometimes I need to buy laptop, my laptop, on the time to do this. Right, so you actually bought a laptop for the competition. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I mean, that's commitment. I have uh-huh. to say. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah, it's it, and it's it. I would say, like, Bacardi Legacy, they teach me the new, give me the new experience, like, kind of uh, way to connect with community, connect with friends. Like sometimes I. I would say like before that, mostly I work by myself. I do everything by myself. But when I join Bacardi Legacy, it's more about like relationship with friendship, uh, ask helping from the friends, ask the favor from the friend friends. So let's say like I need to ask them. I would ask them like, okay, could you help me to like making this drink, put in the menu, or doing listen, and and it's very beautiful that when they say yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And actually, this ties into um, you know something I wanted to talk to you about, and we mentioned before the call was personal branding, because I think it's been such a key aspect of of who you are as a person, and 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 like I said, people know you very well. 
because of your personal branding and even uh, for the camera if they can see we've got the top which Ron Paul and want to be a star I mean it's it's all linking into that it's a great t-shirt by the way thank you <laughs> um, like I think Bacardi Legacy obviously had quite a lot to do with that as well right mm-hmm. kind of building up can you tell us more about um, you know I guess the routines you have or the tactics you have for personal branding was it always a part of you or was it something you had to figure out after time Hmm. I think mostly it, it's try to let's say like okay we talk let's say talk about like Bacardi legacy so thinking about okay mostly people when they do uh, kind of like marketing campaign they use like they create a new account they say like ah I create ping me up account but why don't you I, I already had Let's say like I already had followers. If I create a new account, it might be just only a hundred people who follow this, and it's not worth to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you just use yourself. If you have, if you think that you already have the value of that, you just use yourself to promote things, and 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 use it to be part of uh, of yourself create a content doing like kind of lifestyle things. Uh, like you say, like if I'm if I'm thinking I'm a, I'm one of the branding, it's run upon brand, what is my position? I'm gonna be I'm not gonna be like high soul people. Uh, I'm gonna be more like kinda like casual, uh, enjoyable guy. Um, more about like lifestyle, but I'm not gonna be like um oh, like fitness guy like muscles kind of that just i'm just like eat and drinks and 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 try to uh presenting my lifestyle but but you know you need to you need to um control your like i said if you know your position you need to control it like sometimes if you go to something like kind of a little bit too much so like this is not gonna be on social media, uh, okay. mm-hmm. right? And I guess you, I mean I think you said as well like your time in entertainment mm-hmm. probably helped a lot of that as well. Mm-hmm. What were some of the things from entertainment? I guess some of the values you've kept that you've taken into bartending. Um, I think like first of all, it's uh, I got a skill about like presenting. Right. Yeah. So. Um, which is important in competitions, right? It is. It is like when you when you speak to 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 crown. Um, one thing that I learned also, like I I I graduate from from faculty of art. My major is acting and directing. So you need to write a proper script script, and and it's kind of I mean proper mean people are getting. Uh, to understand it yeah I mean like sometimes when you if you be a uh, judge for the competition sometimes you heard something about like a little bit really right. like I, I always like I'm not a fan of that like um, uh, like peop- when people said uh, I use this because some reason that very Emotional and dramatic. Yeah, I, 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 I said this before, and like, 
you don't have to say like uh, your life is bitter, and then like I use uh, bitter liquor, mm-hmm. or like oh, my life is sour, so I put like lime on in the <laughs> drinks. Yeah, have it's you like, heard that stuff before? Do people do that? <laughs> yeah, it's they have a lot of people doing that. Yeah, yeah and then they say. Well, you put lime because you need to balance the drinks, and you need to drink sour. It's not, like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not like kind of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just give them them the fact, and they're like, not like, not give me like, raise my eyebrows like. Hmm? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, no, I think you're right, and um, I think with a lot of competitions, the the drink itself is sort of just a little bit of the percentage of winning. It's the presentation and and sort of everything around that as well. Um, so okay, let's let's dive into this a bit better because thinking about it as well from our conversation, so you've won world class twice in Thailand, right? Yeah. And you've won Bacardi Legacy. Uh huh. I think you're probably one of the only bartenders I know who's won <laughs> those three big competitions. Like that's massive, man. That really is. Um. Yeah. So that's why I really want to delve into this. So you said about writing the script properly. Mm-hmm. Tell me more about that. How do you write a script properly? Like, because I'm I've I've done competitions before. Uh, I won a couple, uh, nothing as big as world class, you know, Bacardi. But I was very um, I practiced my speech a lot, yeah. and I did it in front of my bar team, and you know, I was over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure there must be some tips you have. Um, it's I don't know to like what what to say like what the proper word in English, but when you write a script. I separate into three part, like introduction, mm-hmm. and 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 the middle one is part of like the story, okay. and 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 the last one is kind of like round up for all things. Um, when you when you write it for myself, I prefer like they have kind of side of the people like the story that you like to tell. Some people they like kind of. Dramatic story. Some people they like kind of very a lot of information, a lot of knowledge. Um, just myself, I prefer something more like kind of easy, casual, relaxed, a little bit goofy comedy. It's it would be great. Thinking about like, so I always think like script is like a movie. And what kind of movie you like to watch? If you like documentary, it might be like another style. But I'm sure that everyone make a good drinks when you join a competition, especially like when you go to like very very big one or the global one. Everyone made a good drink. But um, who made the judge can remember. One thing that I said to myself. When I when I go to the competition, especially the the Bacardi Legacy ones, I always tell myself, I'm not here to be a winner, I'm here to be remembered. Right, you want to stay in people's minds. Yeah, it's yeah. but not it's not just only on the stage. It it about like you are what did you do, the way that you present yourself during the competition, because I would say like one the competition is not the the only one thing, but when you when you went to the competitions and you spend time with other great bartenders around the world, it's it's kind of make a good relation, mm. good friendship, 
make the connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the networking aspects of it are yeah. really big for sure. So, all right, let's go into the comedic value because you said you like to be goofy and, and oh, okay. Um, yeah, like tell me about some of the maybe some of the jokes you've used or or some of the. Um, I don't know what what do you feel like you've used more comedy in Bacardi Legacy or World Class? Which one? Um, I would say like Legacy have more time to present. You have more time to tell your story, so it's kind of uh, interesting. Um, it's like a show. One thing one one thing I say that it's like a show because where you have to make same drinks every 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 round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But how did you, okay, judge will be different, but how did you feel or you make it like it's, it's just happening? It's the first time or it's a new, new show that you always feel fresh with it. And can you tell us about the cocktail for Bacardi? Uh, it's called Ping Me Up. Right. Ping Me Up, it's, uh, uh, I would say it's kind of like brunch cocktail. So it's uh, the name is come from pick me up cocktails. Like everyone, if you guys know like pick me up cocktail, it's a drinks that maybe you drink uh, on the daytime after you get hangover, boost you up, kind of that. Mm-hmm. So um, the idea is it really hard to find like rum pick me up cocktail in the market. When, when we talk about like classic cocktails, mostly like pick me up, it's uh, you have espresso martini, you have uh, French 75, and the series of Bloody Mary, mm-hmm. like the Bloody Mary, uh, Red Snapper, uh, even even like Bloody Mary. They have, they have, I remember they have like rum Bloody Mary also, but it's not, I never heard that anyone ordered this to me. No, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> I don't it, think I'd order it. <laughs> yeah. So, like, when we talk about, like, rum, um, it's really, really hard. And another inspiration is um, I got a chance to drink Bloody Mary from from my mentor, uh, Mr. Hidesuku Ueno from Bahai Five. Which is a, a very good mentor to have. Yeah. yeah. So he, like, you know, like, Japanese style, they always use fresh fruit, mostly. Uh, he's... Bloody Mary, he used fresh tomato. And I'm not, um, I don't like, I don't like tomato juice in can at all. Yeah. Okay. You, you like it? In pasta. Okay. Not in a cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, I'm, I'm not a fan of that. I try, but you know, I think like Thai people didn't grow up with it kind of like this flavor much. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. And um, so that's why I never enjoy Bloody Mary much. But when I take taste this one, it's more kind of like very fruity to me. The some flavor, some intense flavor, it's it's not it's not in the drinks. It's more like kind of like fruity style cocktail. So I'm I'm really enjoy and appreciate this one. I would say I can drink it every day. Yeah. So that's why I it made me curious and would like to explore more about like fresh tomato to make in the drinks. Right, okay. Yeah, so, and then like, I start to uh, find a combination that it can go well together. Uh, I use a lot of things uh, and it find, sorry, finally I got a good combination with like rum, 
tomato, fresh tomato, fresh basil, lemon juice, uh, orange syrup, and and olive brine. At first, you know, at first I didn't use olive brine. I used sriracha sauce. Oh, I love sriracha as well. But, but the thing is, when it get into the drinks, okay, they have like some too much flavor and too intense, like some garlic flavor in that. It's it's too much. Right. Yeah. So when when I create the drinks, I always like the first question for me is, will I order this again? Yeah. This is the thing that okay. Some drink it's. Really interesting. They have like really good concept. Uh, it's more like kind of like uh, experimental menu. But you, I'm not gonna order this again. Hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, when I do consultancies, that's the thing we always look for. Mm-hmm. Will someone order again? Is it sessionable? That's the word I say. Yeah. You know, it's it's great to have this crazy complex drink and it's taken months to make and it's like okay, great. But if you don't want to order a second one. Yeah, yeah, like like especially now today, people use a lot of, I would say like more, more food ingredient into yeah. the drinks. Mm-hmm. Do you feel? Well, I mean, I was gonna ask actually because um, so the pick me up that has, I guess, some food elements to it too. I mean, if you think about tomato, basil, and olive, that's a classic Mediterranean style style diet, right? So yeah, was there any anything from that? Any cuisine background or? Actually, actually, I just like once I finish it and just like oh, this is like something like like caprese, right? Right. Yeah, something like that. When people ask me, I just like use this dish to explain them. Okay, let let's think about caprese. <laughs> but like yeah. it, the thing is, um, I would like to give all the flavor, like all around the flavor of of uh, like five five cents of flavor. Not five cents, sorry, five flavor. Like you have sweet, sour, salty, savory, umami in that. So I, I would like to create the drinks that that uh, give the people who drink it and give that five flavors in that. And especially, you know, like Thai food, they, we always have like kind of all this flavor together. Yeah, you're completely right, actually. In Thai cooking, that's so, it's normal, isn't it? You've got all the five um, elements. Okay, that's really cool to hear. So that's something you always think about when you're making a drink. It yeah, has to have right. the five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's great. I mean, especially because you're completely right. If you go back to like the 90s and, and early 2000s, it was all just sugar and, and sour and, mm-hmm. and that was it. The dark ages of cocktails. Um, so how do you balance it? I mean, how do you sort of, um, we all know that sweet and sour is a classic combination. You need it in most cocktails, but how do you add in the umami? Wow. Yeah. So actually, it's like when when we talk about like this, okay, we have like of course we have sweet, sour, umami. Always gets like tomato have umami flavor inside. Right. Um, you get some savory from olive brine, uh, a little bit bitter from from basil leaf. Mm-hmm. So kind of this combination, I think it's it make people feel more enjoyable. To, to get the flavor and, and, and rounding the combination of the flavor together. Um, and you feel like you can enjoy it more and more and more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think um, we should move on and go into backstage. Sure. Mm-hmm. Because um, I love backstage. I literally live like a five minute walk away oh, from yeah. it. <laughs> um, if, if the bars were open right now, and I think I've said to my listeners before, we're currently on a lockdown and uh, we're hoping it's it's back to normal soon. But backstage is great. 
Thank you very much. So popular. Um, it's been in the 50 best number of years, right? And or just always won awards. But um, I also know a lot of the co-owners and your guys are like quite big in the industry. Like how did that come together? So actually we, 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 we are friends. We already be friends together before. Would you like uh, a top up? Yeah, please. Thank you very much. No so like um, we all knew each other from, from the competition. Yeah, so, uh, and then we, this project is, uh, we found the, the space. Actually, it's already run run by the hotel. And it's a, when the first time that I, I get in, in this bar, it's like, wow, I really love the space. Yeah. Enjoy the atmosphere. But before that, it's, it's a little bit different from, from now on. So uh, we got a chance to talk with uh, the owner, the landlord of the hotel, uh, the, the owner of the hotel. Uh, as like some of you might know, like uh, backstage is uh, located in a small hotel. It's called Playhouse. Right. Uh huh. So we got a chance to talk with the with the owner of the hotel, and finally, like we, we, we get it, and uh, we just like try to make it a little bit more proper for for cocktail bar and yeah that is the first thing that we try to do i obviously remember that at first we we run by ourselves we wash the glass we made the drink we just invest together just a small money to buy the spirit in uh and buy some glassware in and use our recipe that's easy recipe and, and start to sell the drinks on that time. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think like, we're quite lucky that we got a lot of supporting from, from friends in the industry and also like, uh, even they are in the industry or not, uh, they come and, and, and we try to make them enjoy mm -hmm. with the good drinks and, and, and more like casual uh, atmosphere. Okay. And let's talk about the concept because it, it generally is backstage. There's, you, you don't know it's there unless you go through a, a sort of red curtain and then you're invited in. And it's so like, it's very cool because the hotel, you don't really see much going on in the hotel. It's just like a small reception area, right? Uh -huh. And you go through and then, yeah, it's just this amazing lit bar. Uh, it's really intimate. And the cocktail menu as well. Um, completely movie based right how yeah. did you come up with that concept so actually it's like, like like i told you before at first we 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 did like the at first menu we don't have any concept we just like put our recipe like everyone give their own recipe and put in the, in the menu and then uh we start to have guest bartender okay. coming um and Mostly when, when we have guest bartender, we, we need to do like promoting poster. And then we have an idea like, oh, let's do like movie poster, do Photoshop with movie poster. Like, like I remember uh, on that time, we have a lot of movie and then make people enjoy and laughing with, with the movie. Uh, like we have, I try to think, yeah, like we have Simon Ford came to the bar. Oh, really? He did a guest shift? Yeah, yeah, he did a guest shift. Maybe like, I think maybe first or second year that we did. That's and and we used the movie Gin City instead of Sin City. Right, okay. 
Yeah, like if you guys go to uh, backstage Facebook, uh, you will see like all a lot of movie poster in, over there. Uh huh. And and then then when we decide to make the second menu, we think about like okay, people are really have good feedback with with the movie poster. Why don't we just like, use movie to be like in the drinks? Uh, and I think like one thing is movie is kind of like easy to connect with 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 guests like yeah. a lot of people love to watch movie and when we talk about like blockbuster movie or classic movie uh, they we have like some connection that people really uh, like to enjoy it um, let's say like some people just come and they choose the movie instead of they shoot the drink yeah some I, I would say like it like, like I said it's very easy to understanding so it makes people kind of not feeling uh, a little bit like confused or a little bit like uh, like sometimes you feel awkward to to go to the, the bar and you don't know what is this what is going on in the menus and, and don't know how to order like right yeah. I think last time I went there um, it must have been Aladdin the movie Aladdin okay magic carpet and it literally came on a little magic carpet like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty cool how do you um, how do you match the drinks to the movies so at first we 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 choose the movie first, uh, which one that we would like to do. So we give. I would like to say like we uh, we all give credit to the team. We working together. Uh, everyone give their favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And then I I have things to do is to balance the menu, and and we discuss together like how that we gonna do this drink. And and what style of cocktail it should be, mm-hmm. like uh, you're not gonna have. Let's say if you have like ten drinks in the menu, you're not gonna have like five spirit forward cocktails, right? Right. Yeah, it have to be like maybe okay. You know your market, maybe two or three, something like that, and then like maybe some easy drinks, some high ball drinks, and also like you need to go with other spirits too to make it round. Uh, one thing that I, I really very um, I'm very precise about like menu balancing like I'm not gonna use the same ingredient in the drinks in other drinks let's say like this ring already have vanilla other drinks not gonna have vanilla okay yeah I, I believe that the menu should have a lot of variety in that and 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 it's it should be let people enjoy uh, in a different way, in a different taste, mm-hmm. and then we, once we we give the main, we we discuss about the menu, uh, about the movie, and then we, I just give it to the to the team. Okay, this is your menu. You can create the drinks, and then come back to me like with the recipe and the tasting. Okay, when let's say maybe like two or three weeks. Or even a month that if they cannot finish it, uh, because I try to make it like, um, like I said, once we 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 already got that drinks. Let's say you got a uh, uh, magic carpet right from Aladdin. Yeah. So we already have like kind of like fruity style, uh, white sangria something like that. Then we're not gonna use kind of this ingredient in other drinks, if. Another staff, another bartender come up with the same one. So we need to discuss again. Okay. 
So it's kind of easy to like to to balance all the menu. Right. And but they have one thing that when people drink this and they said, "Uh, I would like to have same style another drinks." It's kind of like not easy for us. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, so into the menu. Um, I want to know what's your best seller because you said they're all very different, different yeah. flavors. So, what does the Thai market normally go for? Actually, they have one drink. It's uh, it's called. Well, this is the bad thing that I didn't get into the bar for a while, so it's my remembers quite. <laughs> uh, it's from the movie Fifty First Date. Uh, what is what's his name? <laughs> Forgetful Painter. Ah, okay. Okay, Forgetful okay. Painter. It's kind of like fruity, fruity tropical drinks. Um, vodka with chamomile tea, uh, pineapple, passion fruit. Uh, honey caramel, uh, egg white, a little bit dash of absinthe, um, citrus, and on top they have a foam, and we drop uh, four different colors of liquor on that. Yeah, so the idea is kind of um, so we use the tropical drinks, uh, tropical fruit because if you watch the movie Fifty First Date, have you watched it? Adam Sandler, the girls that always like wake up and 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 cannot remember anything. Yeah, and the guys that have to make her fall in love with him every day. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we use uh, we use uh, passion fruit and pineapple because of the things that happen. Uh, the movie is happened in in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And and yeah, it's like dropping on the on the surface of the drink. It look like a canvas that uh, we have painted in that. Because uh, the girls in the movie, she she's a painter. That's where you got it from. That's pretty cool, and it's a really cool twist. So you said it's fruity, and I do think um, the Thai market do like more fruity and yeah, sweet yeah, content, easy they? drinking. Yeah. Right. Maybe let's talk about. Um, I guess we can focus on Bangkok, but what do you think about the cocktail culture here and the drinking scene? It's it's getting better and better before COVID. Yeah, <laughs> before COVID, I, I have, I have, yeah, I have to say <laughs> that, um, yeah, it's. Um, I think people start to understand more about like cocktail. It's kind of like new, new culture for them, new trend that people like to drink. If you can see like a lot of bars opening before before the COVID, and and a lot of places like try to have their own cocktails, their own signature serving. Uh, yeah, it's 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 getting better and better. Uh, people give more value about uh, cocktails. I would say like ten years ago when we talk about like three hundred baht cocktails, people like wow, it's very expensive. Like we if we if you come four people and you just give a little bit more, pay a little bit more, you can get a bottles. But it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's it in in Thailand. It's I would say like when you go to club. It's really cheap. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, like you don't have to pay. I, I didn't mean like club is cheap. But I mean, like the spirits when you order inside is cheap. Let's say like you order a bottle of vodka in the club. Before, if if in let's say in US or in Europe, maybe bottle is like hundred euro, hundred hundred or two hundred yeah. USD, right? Dollars, right? In here, you can pay only maybe. Um, start from fifty dollars. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's 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 really cheap in that, and and mixer it's around like maybe two or three dollars only. Well, that's why like people in here we are more consume about uh, consume with the bottles because it's cheap. And when cocktail is coming, it's it's kind of a little bit. I would say it's a more a little bit expensive. Yeah, and I guess there has been that culture of of cheap drinking for a while, hasn't it? But I think you're right. It was getting better before COVID, and and it's strange because I came. I felt like I came at the perfect time, mm-hmm. and I've been here for three years, uh-huh. and it was like that. That first year of arriving, it was like so much going on and things were, you know, were blowing up massively in food and drink. Um, obviously, COVID was not planned and I really wish it didn't happen. But I still do believe that once things get better, once the public's vaccinated, that cult- culture will keep evolving. Yeah. Um, even now, there are still bars opening, right? I've, I've heard of places. <laughs> like it's, it's There's definitely a sign that people want to drink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll ask a question. I don't like to ask what's your favorite bar because I feel like it's not fair like sometimes to answer that. But maybe maybe we can talk about um, some bars that I've really enjoying. Yeah, mm-hmm. recently or some some bar that's done something amazing that you'd like want to talk about. Okay, um, you mean about like just only cocktail bars or or like other bars? Up to you, man. Could be anything. Okay. Um, well, they have a different type, different kind. I, it depends on my mood. Mm. Not like, not is, this one is the best. I, I think it's, it depends on the mood. Like when people ask me like, what is my favorite cocktails? I say like, oh, I don't have the favorite one. It right. depends on the mood. Um, bamboo bar is really good. Uh, good service, good atmosphere, good drinks. Mm-hmm. I would say like, I can drink the whole menu. I mean like not, not in a one time, but the whole menu is like all the drinks. It's really good, very balancing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cuba in Old Town area it's one also one of my favorite uh, yeah I've been to Cuba that's really hard to find isn't it right? <laughs> it is it is uh-huh. right it's like sort of down I mean you go up some weird stairs behind like an apartment or something uh, right? yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, the door apartment. just doesn't look like a door and it's but that's a very cool place yeah it is it is like, especially like um, I'm I'm kind of like very focused in 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 uh, cocktail, so Gong, the owner of Cuba, also bartender, he's made really really good balancing drinks. Mm. Okay. Uh, with with very nice uh, texture and 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 also uh, very precise in the drinks, and and that is my I'm I'm very appreciate in that. Uh huh. Uh. Tropic City never let me down every time. Always a good party. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, even the drinks. Drinks also very good. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, Also, like, they have some, like, wine bar that I really enjoy. It's uh, Merai in Tatian. Uh, I'm not sure have you been there. It's uh, no. Pad Thai and Natural Wine Bar. Pad Thai Natural Wine? Yes. What? Mm. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, so... I would say that this this place had like my fa- they have my favorite pad thai yeah? in town. That's such a strange combination to put together, but and yeah, it's okay. it's not like kind of like so they owned by 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 Chef Ton, uh, Michelin star chef, um, but actually this is kind of like very casual one like pad thai only seventy nine baht. Wow, okay. 
Mm -hmm. And the sauce is amazing. You don't have to mix anything. Just like squeeze lime, mix it together, have it. Really enjoy. Trust me, you have to go to try it. I will do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And does it go well with the natural wine? Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. And uh, what else? Some like kind of like local bar. Like they have one bar is called. If I'm not wrong, Jack Bar. I think it's beside the river near Chinatown Hotel. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like sometimes, I, if I'm not go to like proper cocktail bar, I'm just like go to very casual, easy local one. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I mean Bangkok is so big, right? And there's is. so many small pockets of areas mm -hmm. to to get lost in. Yeah, where do you normally eat and drink? Where do you have a particular favorite area? Um, not really. I but I have like kind of like favorite place to go. I mean, so as I already try a lot. So let's say like, oh, if I would like to get like beef soup, beef noodle, I would go to this place. If I would like to have kapao, I would like to go to this place. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, kind of that more than like just hanging out around. I would say like I I try a lot, and and I found out okay this is match with my my flavor. Yeah, got that. Um, well, we're going to wrap up very soon, mate. Yeah, and yeah, thank yeah. you so much for coming on the show again. Thank you for having Appreciate me. Appreciate it. Mm -hmm. um, but I want to ask, what's the future hold for you? Um, obviously, we're waiting for the world to, to get back to normal, but mm -hmm. any more competitions or another bar or anything exciting? I'm not sure that... Um, it depends on like when it's when this thing's going to be over. Um, I'm going to be more... in. I think it's like competition is... Maybe, I don't know, maybe it's time to like time to let like give give this chance to new generation yeah and then I really enjoy this time I mean like this since I I won the competitions and come back to the bath and I'm really enjoy to build up the team uh develop develop their skills um yeah it's like building people building stuff to get like in a in a good person mm -hmm. okay well, once again, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, for all the listeners out there and for people watching on YouTube, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, all the links to Ronapon's Instagram, uh, Backstage Bar, and all those accolades will be in the show notes uh, for this episode. Um, but once again, thanks a lot, man. Thank you Stay so much safe. for having me. Thank you so much for listening to the show, guys. I really hope you enjoyed the episode. As always, you can find me on Spotify, iTunes, and all other major podcast providers, and soon to be YouTube, where you can see my lovely face and all the people that join me as a guest. Um, this is a weekly show, and I really urge you to tune in, subscribe, share with your friends and family, and also head over to the links below, where you'll find out more about my guest, and also about Patreon, where you can join my community and be part of the show. So stay safe, guys. Big cheers and talk to you all soon.